My name is Zach with Realize the Market, and you're tuned in to the Think Realize the Market podcast. Our goal is to connect with entrepreneurs by providing a platform to help others through their experience. Today, we're coming to you live from the Dallas Small Business Expo with a very special guest, Tyjaman. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Excellent. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. They got a little cold in here. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. Got to cuddle with the pillow for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so for everybody listening, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and who you are? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I am essentially an e-com uh, expert, you know. So I, I built my e-com store, Dream of Pillow, four years ago. Um, and what we do is make custom-shaped pillows, so any shape, size, design. Usually our customers are coming onto our website, uh, uploading pictures of their pets, family members, cars, um, and we make pillows in the shape of it. So if you give me a pillow, uh, picture of your dog, let's say, I'm going to make a pillow in the shape of him. Um, I also have a B2B side of it where I have a few, corporation, uh, as, few corporations as clients, a um, few celebrities as clients. They're usually getting pillows of like their logos or brand identity. Uh, usually they resell it as their own merchandise or give it away for branded events. Um, I actually recently just transitioned over to only my whole manufacturing side of the of the operation. So I built a factory in Las Colinas. Uh, it's an area in Dallas here. So now we can fulfill everything in-house. Uh, the whole production is now done in-house. Before that, I used to partner up with other manufacturers and like tell them how to make the pillows and you know they ship it out on demand for us. But doing that for a while, I saw that they weren't caring about the quality of the control. They couldn't keep up with demand during like holiday seasons and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, I really want to like get my own factory going. And now it's a whole new learning curve with that. Uh, honestly, wow. congratulations on <laughs> that. Because I, I, I know that's a that's a that's a milestone to to, to get get across. And uh, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How yeah, it was old great. are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 29. Just turned 29. You're 29. Yeah. So yeah. you started doing this five years, four years ago, you said? Four years ago. Four years ago was when Dream of Pillow started, yeah. So how did you uh, how did you find your way into, you mentioned doing print-on-demand first. So how did you find your way into that world? Yeah, so um, before Dream of Pillow, my first company I had was uh, called Afford My Fashion. And it was like essentially a jewelry store. And then it was just drop shipping. So yeah. I was in the drop shipping game kind of before a lot of people knew what drop shipping was, you know, and, and it helped me learn how to like digital market, it helped me learn how to like structure my Shopify store, you know, for CRO, like uh, conversion rate optimization and things like that. Um, but while I was selling the jewelry, I saw that as I, as I put more products on there, my top sellers was always personalized, personalized or customizable. So I kept trying to search for the most personalized product I can uh, get to. And it came to these pillows because, you know, like I can I have my customers send me anything they want, anything. Right. So it doesn't get more personal than that. Right. And those types of products do like extremely well for like holiday season, you know, Black mm -hmm. Friday, Christmas. Um, we're getting tons of orders for that. Yeah. Prime so, time right now. For you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, a little bit busy right now. But, you know, um, yeah, that's 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 how I got started. Yeah, um, probably was in the e-com game for five five years now, five five and a half years. Yeah, yeah. I started it while I was in college. Yeah, yeah. we've we've uh, we've we've had our fair share of experience in the dropshipping world, and I, yeah. you know we know firsthand how difficult it is to, to find success there. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, going back to kind of your first business in jewelry, you mentioned it being dropshipping. How many products did it take? Uh, for you to find one that was a success? Uh, 
quite a few. So when I was doing drop shipping, it was more about trying to catch the trends, right? So we yeah. was we were trying to catch trends on like um, what we saw being advertised a lot or what we saw other uh, competitors doing at the time. And then we'll test out those products, um, test out uh, deviations of those products. And then about 10 or so um, trials, we found a winner and it just kept winning. So not, once we found the winning product, we had to find the winning ad, you know? So right. we just had to keep getting iterations of the ad and um, that helped me out you know as in, in as far as like growing in in that space so what did that one product that brought you these wins what did what doors did that open up for for you moving forward uh well actually well for one it helped with uh cash flow so um i started uh this space with zero dollars actually i started with um back then when you opened up shopify i think they still do give you like a 14-day trial yeah, I ran off that. Um, also, Facebook will give you like a hundred dollar ad credit. Yeah. Maybe they still do that. Yeah, they do. Um, and I, I took a hundred their hundred dollars, put it in ads, got two hundred thousand sales. Kept recycling that. So with the winning product, allowing me to keep recycling the money, recycling the ad, it let me learn. You know, because I was able to. All right, so I, I had my Shopify store running. How do I t tweak it? You know, I, I had to learn a lot about like conversion rate. I didn't, I, I knew nothing about conversion rate. Everything, every little detail on your website, you know, is is a input to that right. formula, right? Um, so it helped me helped me a lot with that. Um, I remember the product being a rose necklace. It was a rose necklace with the, uh, the customer's initial, like a T or A or something like that, okay, gotcha. and that was just killing it. Yeah. yeah. So, so speaking of conversion, what was what is the uh, for viewers and listeners who, who are just getting started with an, with an e-commerce? What is something that you saw take a massive impact for for good uh, to your conversion rate? Uh, what what uh, tactic did you add into the website? You right. One or so two. you want to um, put a lot of emphasis on your landing pages, right? So if you are running an ad and you you have the link in the ad, make sure that landing page is optimized. So what I mean by optimized, when I go on there. I should know what product it is I'm looking at. I shouldn't have to scroll a lot to see the whole picture. Like the picture should be, you know, only taking a, like a quarter of the page. You know, the product uh, title is clear, right? The, the price point and the add to cart button. You kind of want that all consolidated in one landing page. Then you can let them scroll down to the reviews and things like that. Um, I see a lot of mistakes where um, people are having a really long picture you know it's not it's not optimized for mobile users you know so you're scrolling down by the time you're having the customer do that take a lot of steps to just buy your product you're gonna get them you know walking out the door before completing their purchase so do you have any um, do you have anything in place uh, to help ensure that uh, your conversion rates is is as optimized as it can be outside of just the website Outside of the website, yeah. So um, you to further increase your um, conversion rate outside of the website, you're gonna do like retargeting. So retarget ads is like essentially when a customer comes on your website, he leaves. You want to retarget them with a, a warmer ad. So the customer was interested, right? Something uh, sent them off. Maybe the price was too high. Maybe they're looking for a discount. Maybe they didn't fully understand what the product was. So we have retarget ads running that bring these guys back in um, and 
hopefully, hopefully they will convert. We also have like email marketing in that in, in that sense as well. What's your what's your favorite type of retargeting to run? Is it is it like carousels? Is it testimonials? What what do you see getting the best results? I actually hate carousels. Um, I hate anything that Facebook tries to automate for you is absolutely trash. Yeah. You know, you want to put <laughs> you want to put thought into your ads. Sure. You know, you want to understand your consumer base, right? So I say don't ever like hit those auto buttons that mm-hmm. Facebook is trying to get you to do, right? Yeah, and a lot of businesses are doing that, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you control, you know, if you're controlling your placement and you're controlling, you know, uh your your what your image is, you know, it's not being auto populated through catalog carousels. Mm-hmm. Right, you're controlling these narratives. Now you understand, right? Facebook feed is generating, you know, a four X, a five X, yeah. right? Compared to stories, stories are generating an eight X, nine X, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, but if you have one ad that's going to Facebook feed, and then you just give it auto placement, that that one to one ratio image isn't going to look good on yeah. stories, right? Exactly. So you got to separate that, not only just uh, to control your uh, control your placement, but to also control your content. Yeah, you know, and yeah. most people just take one piece of content and just run it, right? Run it across yeah. all of the board, yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't work that way. You know, you yeah, really want yeah. a segment. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's definitely true. Um, you are gonna find some variations in that. Like if if one uh, ad, one picture is a winner on the feed, uh, chances are it might not be a winner in the story, right? So um, you want to look into that. Uh, as far as the carousel thing, I I just hate it because they take your products and then just populate the the carousel for them to swipe, mm-hmm. and it's like products the customer was not interested in, right? You you know what your customer was interested in. You're gonna retarget them with an ad that brought them in in the first place, right? Sure. A, another variation of that ad that brought them in the first place, not pictures of your product that they left mm-hmm. for, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that's. That's just my thing with that. Do you are you currently running all of your ads in house, or do you have a team? Like, what is that? Oh like? uh, yeah, so I have I have a team now in, in the um, for the company. Um, I used for a very long time I was running my own digital marketing, um, so I got really good at that. Um, and then I was I was starting to like hire agencies and things like that, but I would see that they were not really efficient. Um, a lot of these agencies promoting their services are not really that efficient. And yeah. you're going to be spending a lot of money not only testing your ads, but also paying them. Yeah. Uh, so it took a long time for me to finally find uh, someone I can trust. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be my buddy Nico. He's, uh, he's a digital marketing expert as well. And he actually built his team around that. Um, and uh, he provides those services. So he hopped on board with Dream Pillow for... Um, to help out with marketing now. That's awesome. Love yeah. it, love it. And you know, that outside that outside source uh, is beneficial because then that allows you as a as a brand owner to develop that brand image, right? To develop yeah. what they're showing because a lot of a lot of marketing companies uh, will come in and will run ads for you but don't understand the content side. Right. Well don't understand your product and yeah. you know they won't go into the deepest uh, crevices and understand the market that you're in, right? right. Or the market that their next client is in, right? right. They just take their, their, their cookie cutting uh, uh, processes and then just put them right into place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I love that you were able to find that because it is very, it's a loud world out there for marketing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you found somebody and, and not only that, but close to home yeah. is Nico here in town. 
No, no, he's just my buddy. He's from Canada. Okay. He, he he's moving all over the place now. He, yeah. He's doing quite well. Digital but, nomad life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's awesome, but um, yeah, but he's a good he's a good uh, buddy of mine. Nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah, and it's always always good to see you know other you know like yourself business owners being able to reach out and get a little bit more help because right. that allows you to you know work on the content work on the product yeah you know work on the process your people yeah you know yeah. going into manufacturing, yeah, manufacturing. if you're running ads again, right dude. now and then you're going into manufacturing yeah. oh my goodness I, I was wearing way too many hats man. oh yeah I, I was, I was well, really it's easy to myself. it's easy to do that in e-commerce because yeah. when you start an e-commerce brand i mean in order to, to even make sales, you have to get customers, and getting customers means learning Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, yeah. Google, mm -hmm. and then from then it's like, okay, well, people are coming, but they're not buying, so let me learn about email and SMS, yeah. and uh -huh. let me learn how to rank on Google, but at the same time, like, you still have to fulfill orders, you right. still have to steer the ship of the business. Right. And, I, and I, but I do say to first learn that, uh -huh. make sure you learn every process of your operation, make sure you become somewhat of an expert with everything at least try it yourself first mm -hmm. that way you know what to look for when you are hiring that help yep yeah, yeah absolutely and then, some pe people will take advantage of that if they know that you don't know what you're talking about yeah. for sure they'll totally take advantage of that and, it, and it's not just in marketing i mean you it, it happens at the auto body shop or at the mechanic shop you know yeah. if you don't know what you're talking about that sometimes they'll tell you this is broken and it's not exactly you know so yeah. so i i 100 agree with that understanding yeah. you know each each aspect of your business is really important especially yeah. whenever you uh, you hire people on because you hiring people on you don't want to expect people to do something that you wouldn't do yourself exactly you know yeah. even though you're not an expert in it you at least know right I can right. dribble a basketball right doesn't right. mean that I'm you know LeBron James right. you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. but like at the end of the day I know I know what it is I know what yeah. it means and mm -hmm. if I'm talking with that person whoever's helping me then I can we can formulate ideas better because I'm not he's not having to teach me what he's doing right you know or having to talk you know on a lower level you know on a fifth grade level and trying to understand get me to understand what he wants to do or what exactly. they want to do yeah yeah so that's, that's awesome that's awesome I, I like the uh i like the aspect of uh, you know taking that uh that narrative into your own hands right and mm -hmm. being able to uh kind of flourish with it in a way of like okay i tried all 10 things in my business now i like these three things or like these two yeah. things so i'm gonna focus on these and <laughs> yeah. then get some help outside yeah. You know? yeah 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 so that's a cool thing too is figuring out what you like the most in your business there's so many things you can do within your business uh, you know find the few things that you like and stick to those and then get yeah. help you know whether it's right. hiring people in in-house or yeah help for the things you don't like yeah yeah customer service yeah customer service yeah. The yeah. Customer ser oh, oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah. yeah that's something that that's something that we do uh we have a business called customer centric services okay and uh yeah we we help businesses with uh, with customer service, and the biggest thing about customer service is advocacy, right? Advocacy is everything, right? Because if that customer didn't get the solution, like let's say, like you know, that he got the wrong pillow, right? They got the yeah. wrong pillow. They reached out to customer service. Customer service didn't reach back for three, four, five days. You know, your product arrived faster than what customer service right. responded to them. Right. You know, and so in that case, the chances of that person coming back is reduced. Right. So as you go forward, right, let's say somebody makes one purchase, right? That that conversion rate is going to be roughly 3%, 10%, depending. Yeah. Right. The second time they come back, that's going to be roughly around 15%. Yeah. The third time uh, they come back, it's going to be a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little bit higher. Well, the best part that we've discovered with advocacy is whenever you get a person five times to come back to your website and purchase, that, that on that fifth purchase, the conversion rate value spikes up to 80%. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so whenever you whenever you look at this as like a business aspect of, of gaining and not just gaining new business but in retaining 
right? You're putting advocacy out there to retain my business mm. to get those customers coming back. You're now you're now uh, you're now working with you know with the waves. You're not swimming against the wind, you know, because yeah. now you're not going against all the market clutter, you know, ads and all that stuff. You're bringing that person in who already trusts you, but you're building off that advocacy, like basically asking them, you know, uh, for a review or asking them for you know whatever it may be, you know, a survey stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we're you know, we do uh, win back flows. I'm sure you, you know what that, what yeah, that means, yeah. you know, bringing them in. So yeah, that advocacy is everything, but customer service is definitely a pain sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so what type of advocacy do you provide for your customers who, you know, might have had an issue with an order or something? Um, so we have like this satisfaction guarantee, mm-hmm. um, you know, definitely if there's a problem on our side, like say something was wrong with the print, like a, you know, imperfection from the print or, uh, a seam is like loose uh-huh. we'll remake that no cost to them immediately mm-hmm. um, sometimes customers are like hey um, I didn't realize my image was so poor you know as far as resolution and yeah. lighting and we'll uh, try to work out with them and like say hey do you have another image that you can send us and we'll try to remake your pillow um, so we're we're pretty lenient on, on that remaking the pillow for them if they're not too happy Right. Yeah. So, do you do you plan on moving into licensing in the future for your for your pillows? Uh, not so much of licensing so far right now. Maybe licensing down the road, but right now what's been working out is just having people like these corporations reach out to me as a manufacturer. Just you know, they come to me as a manufacturer. It's not me selling, you know, their products. Their products on my website. It's them selling their own products, and I'm just manufacturing it for them. Right. So, um, so did you see that opportunity before you went into manufacturing? Did you see the opportunity of, wow, there's a big missing piece for the corporate world for what I'm doing here? Yes, I, I, I did. Uh, when I first started Dreamer Pillow, I saw there was a lot of versatility here. Um, we can get into any industry, you know, any, lots of people need, everyone needs like some brand identity, right? So um, for events or as far as merchandise, so I saw that I can have and reach out to many different types of companies. Uh, so while I was doing just solely e-com for Dreamer Pillow, I was still trying to find like other uh, corporations who can use the service. And then when I saw it was working, that's when I was like, I need to make my own manufacturing. You know, um, yeah. So, but I got clients from all different spectrums. You know, I have. I did something from M- for NBA teams, and then I did stuff for like Fox News. You yeah, it was like very wide. Um, so yeah. What's the What's the biggest pillow you can make? Like, what's the largest size? Like body pillows? Like how yeah, big do they get? The on our website, the biggest pillow is uh, going to be seventy inches, so okay. like pretty much as as, as big as us. Uh, we can make pillows infinitely long you know (laughs) somebody ever had a need for that we can make a pillow however long they want Mm -hmm. um right now our uh constraint as far as width goes is uh 70 inches though okay do you plan on shifting your business model more towards um corporate focus rather than direct to consumer do you plan on still keeping the direct to consumer side open yeah, good question. Something I'm still deciding myself. Uh, I I do see a lot of benefit to um, supplying for the B two B side, supplying for these corporates because you know they do a big PO, send you the money, and we just manufacture. We know exactly what our profit's gonna be. 
Uh, we're not having to spend much on marketing, you know, for that. And then it, it's a consist, it can get to a consistent stream of revenue. So that was my next question is how do you create consistency for pillows when, I mean, seemingly if somebody was like, do, do people ever reach out to you for, for multiple different campaigns? Like, hey, we have a bunch of different needs for different types of pillows or is it yeah. kind of, do you work more one time with people? Uh, multiple times, actually. Um, they're, they're usually coming back. That's so, cool. like, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the podcast, No Jumper. Yeah. Um, they're actually just hitting me up today no for another um, order for for whatever they do with them. Uh, I, I know the first time was uh, to populate their corporate office and then also use it for giveaways. But now this new batch is, looks totally different, you know, so. So, yeah. How are, how are they finding you and getting is it from the work that you've done just for over from the, the work, last four years the, yeah it, it comes from some of them come from our ads some of the a lot of uh these corporate clients come from our b2c ads honestly wow. uh wow. then they'll come onto the website <laughs> uh reach out um other times it's word of mouth so uh -huh. i i got pretty ingrained into the the hip-hop scene honestly um where a lot of these um, artists and celebrities have been using my pillows for like uh, their shows or, or merchandise and then you know word spread around there and I get hit up every now and then like hey can you make a pillow for this show or hey can you make a pillow because I'm trying to sell XYZ wow yeah cool man that's mm -hmm. awesome that's awesome to, to be able to spread a network so uh, so far and wide yeah. you know and not only that but uh, in, in an industry that you know passionate about and, and not only that, but an advocate user, you know, at least for myself, you know, I love hip hop and, and to be able to even, you know, venture into that world and, and be yeah. able to work in that. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's, it's that's pretty a, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice little bucket list check off. Yeah. There, get huh? to do a lot of things that like, you know, you say you, you wanted to do, but, yeah. but, uh, how, you know, like yeah. I, I was able to be on stage while yeah. my, my, um, some cool artists are performing and we're like throwing pillows into the crowd you know so, <laughs> that's so just, awesome. man that's this is awesome yeah. I, I i'm super impressed with how far you've been able to make it thanks i'm um, starting out from drop shipping it's just it it's really incredible and mm -hmm. and it, it just goes to show how powerful a vision can be and how far it can take you when mm -hmm. you're very clear on it because at the end of the day it's like Somebody could look at this and be like, this is just a pillow. Right. But you do not see it that way. Yeah. And you promote your message in the way that you see it. And, exactly. and people are buying into that because you're providing value. Exactly. And I exactly. think that can take you as far as you want it to go. And exactly. it's really incredible to see the connections that you've made just by creating pillows. Right. But it's yeah. not just a pillow. Right. There's so much more attached to what the pillow provides. Right. And I love that you promote that message, even though you found your win from a personalized piece of jewelry. Yeah. It's like the way that you've been able to articulate your vision to what this is today is, is I, I'm getting kudos to that. Yeah, I appreciate that's it. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, and even, even just taking that personalization from the jewelry and then going even further with the more in-depth personalization. Right. Yeah. Like the whole product is personalization. Yeah. yeah. So you said, yeah. this is winning. We're going to make yeah. a whole business around it. Yeah. You know? So that's awesome. So I want to I wanted dig, dig a little bit deeper into how, how did you, how did, how do you stay consistent on whenever the times weren't as, as, as great as they are now, how did you stay so consistent in your mind to say, don't give up, yeah. keep going? 
Yeah, there's, um, I mean, it's still a present thing, right? There's right. always ups and downs all right. the time. You're right. going to be learning, right? Like, I just got into the manufacturing space. You know how much I have to learn now? You yeah, know? Like, I, you know how much, <laughs> how many things is going wrong in the factory? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's more of a lifestyle now, right? So the, the main thing is self-accountability, right? Um, a lot of people don't understand how important the self-accountability is if you're trying to run your own company. There is nobody to tell you to get up and go to work, right? right. That's why you're doing it, right? Yeah. You don't have a boss. You don't have a teacher telling you. You know, if, if your parents got to tell you to get up and do something for your company, I, you got to look into yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's self-accountability. And, and, you know, I've been doing it for so long and I ingrained that into me where it's a lifestyle now, right? It's no longer just like a good practice or a habit. It's yeah. like what I do, right? So I have to always make sure I'm on top of myself, um, trying to progress the company, trying to progress myself, um, and, and and that's the really the key, right? So a lot of people like to search for the magic key, right? Um, either oh, if I take this webinar of on how to make a million dollars, I'm gonna make a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily the case. It really stems from you, right? It, it, it stems from you getting up and doing the work. And there's no other complexity to it. Yeah. It's relatively simple. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's something we talk about, too. It's All like, the time. You know, you, have, you can share everything you do with somebody. Yeah. But, I mean, they got to do it now. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's the I, competition. Yeah. I, I love that mindset because I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. You know, I think that self-accountability is the key to any success that you want to find in life. And yeah. I think one, one type of way that I've thought about accountability that has helped me stay motivated is like not being so attached to the material rewards yeah like how can i make this money yeah instead of thinking about it like that thinking about it and like what skills and traits do i need to possess to be one that deserves this type of money earns this Uh type of money Uh and that type of thinking then keeps me focused inward on my habits and my day-to-day activities and holding myself accountable Mm. and and the more that you know i started to do that to do that the more my reality started to match my mindset in -hmm. terms of what i was receiving Mm -hmm. and um i i just love that you share that mindset because Mm -hmm. i think that if anybody can develop a mindset like that and detach themselves from material rewards Mm -hmm. then the amount of value that you build up within yourself is is invaluable that's definitely true, man. Detaching yourself from the material rewards because that reward is not always going to be there. You know, not. you're not always going to be making money. There's going to be a lot of times you're losing money. Mm-hmm. So if that's your only motivation, yeah, you're going to have a hard time, right? And it's like, what happens when you make the money and it's not what you thought it was? Exactly. Yeah. Then what do you do? Yeah. Are you lost? Or you, you know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. important to keep that that grounded foundation so you can keep moving forward when you hit your goals. Yeah. So or, or whenever you hit a brick wall. Yeah. Or a brick wall. Yeah. Or a brick wall. You know? <laughs> yeah, tons of those, right? <laughs> how, how, do you set, how do you set your goals? How do I set my goals? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I was never one to uh, organize. Yeah, I, I, I really struggle with, like, writing things down. And I have my calendar and things like that. Right? I just, I, I tell myself, what is it that I have to do? Uh, what is it that I want, right? So if I want to get X amount of sales for this Q4, right, uh, this holiday season, what is it that I have to do to reach that, that right? Sense. Yeah, so it's like, all right, so I, ha- I 
in order for us to do that, we have to be running this ad, this ad, our website needs to be optimized, things like that. Mm -hmm. So then I just delve into that and make sure that that's getting done uh, daily. You know, um, I got to the point now where it's not necessarily that I have to set a goal by Friday, make sure I do it by Friday. Yeah. When I say that's what I have to do, I'm likely getting it done that day, um, working on it that day and um, spending as much time as I need, you know, day by day to get it uh, accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like that, that consistency, though, of, of just when you want to stop, you know, and you have to keep going, that's yeah. when you grow the most. Right. right. When you want to just be like, all right, I'm done with it. And then you catch yourself still doing it two, three hours later. That's yeah. how you know you're going to win. Yeah. You know, because that's that brick wall that you got to, you know, plow through, even though the brick walls, you know, uh, you know, a negative effect or whatever. The negative effect can just be as simple as, oh, well, you, you know, you've done enough for today. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, the, the biggest one, the biggest advocate is, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you know, that that one really eats you away yeah. because, you know, tomorrow never comes. Right. Right. It's today that you got to do it on. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's awesome, man. And I, and I love the fact that you were able to, uh, you know, really take advantage of this this shift of generational wealth, man. It's 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 something that's um that's that hasn't been done before you know 20 30 years ago doing this at our age and, and, yeah. and being able to overcome the accomplishments that you've achieved and that we've achieved is it's not it's not uh it's not old ways you know we're yeah. developing these new ways and right. i love to see it man i love to see the passionate young driven you know mindset that same you have. here man same here wonderful see it. yeah yeah and just being able to identify the opportunities that you have is a skill that um can set you apart from anybody else who's coming in after you to try to replicate your business. Yeah. So with with that being said, <laughs> dropshipping and print on demand is there's so many people trying to copy what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So how do you continue to separate yourself from everybody who's trying to replicate? Yeah, that that's um, a good question. You know, a lot of people are always worried about copycats or some or competitors. You know, I I just say. You know, good luck. Try, try getting into this. Try competing against me. You know, um, everybody, you're unique to your own self, right? Like you can sell the exact same product. There are people who will sell the exact same product, but they don't have the same person behind it, right? Each, each one of us has something else to offer that the other person can't, right? That guy has something to offer that I can't offer, right? So, that's how we. Um, you know, separate ourselves, you know, as far as com competition goes, you know, someone is not going to will, uh, will themselves to, when I first set up my factory, right, I had to sleep in that thing, right? Yeah, like, of course. I had to sleep in my factory. Mm -hmm. That's Somebody else probably won't, right? Yeah. Like, I, ha I had to get a membership at 24-hour uh, fitness to take a shower, right? Uh, my, yeah. my competitor is not going to do that, that's you know? Yeah, you that's know? <laughs> so so that's how wow. you know that's that's what i have to offer you know myself you know in my company just doing doing the things that other people won't do exactly like, like sacrificing yeah. a comfortable bed or, exactly. or your making own personal the, making the choice yeah. making the choice because you yeah. know sacrifices you know we don't want to give it up like this is a choice right you right. made the choice to do that yeah and that's the difference there is understanding that 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 there is that choice and other people would have to make that and you say ah how many people will make this yeah i will yeah. you know i'll make yeah. this choice anytime but, anytime, anytime. Yeah. and that puts you years two years five years ahead of time yeah. you know i love yeah. it so, so, uh, Taijman, how, 
if, if I were to go, some of our viewers or listeners would want to get a custom pillow. Uh, where would where would they go? How would they contact you? What's the best way that you would like for them to reach out? Hey, yeah, best way, go on our website, dreamapillow.com, and then you can submit any photo you want, choose the size pillow you want, and we'll get it done for you right here in Dallas, Texas. Love it, love it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate you sitting down with us, the thinkers at home, listening on the road. Uh, they're going to appreciate this as well. And I know we're going to have a lot of viewers that are going to be in the dropshipping world that are going to enjoy this. So thank you so much for your time. We really uh, do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks it. for having me. I loved it. Of yes. Course. Thanks, awesome. Tajiman.